All right, we are live here. Welcome everybody. If you're watching this live, drop me hashtag live. If you're watching this on the replay, drop me hashtag replay. We have a very special guest today. We had some hiccups on our way from scheduling issues to my laptop breaking down, but we are here for you. We're doing this. We have a very exciting guest. This is Catherine Jones, best-selling author, um, keynote speaker, founder of Automate Academy, and design hacker and she's here today because she has a challenge coming up next week on monday it's about how to become uh, how to start the seven figure movement and become the number one expert in your niche and so i think this is something that you all will enjoy a lot i'm looking forward to that um and we already have the first guest tamara's here thank you all right so let's bring her in. I'm very excited and I can't wait to show her to you. So listen, I was just telling Joshka, I think the universe is trying to make this interview not happen, which is just all the more reason why we're going to do it. I always we're going to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you have all have heard the very quick introduction by myself, but for the very unfortunate um, situation that somebody doesn't know you, um, can you give us a very quick backstory about uh, yourself, where you are and why we're here today? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm coming to you live from Salt Lake City, Utah in the U.S. of A. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a beautiful place. Yes. So people first started to know me um the reason why i first got popular is because i i got really good at building funnels and websites that made people money and when you can make people money then people like to pay you a lot of money and thus we kind of became known and um but what's been really really fun is figuring out okay is learning like how do we take these same strategies that we're working on websites and funnels and now applying them to videos and podcasts and stay yeah. and poppy and that's been this really really fun movement um, that we've been building ever since. So um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of that's where I am. That's where I came from, and that's a little bit um, yeah of who I am. Awesome, very good, very good. Um, for the people who are watching this, um, if you have any special questions for Catherine, you can drop them here in the comments. Um, Catherine, I've um, posted um, on the group a while back and um, asking if people have any questions. Um, so we will um, come to that as well. Um, but first, we are here all about challenges. This yes. uh, we are here at the Challenge Fund Entrepreneur Group. Um, so we love challenges, and yes. I love challenges. And you have a challenge coming up, and I'm dying to know about a little bit more about it. Yes. Um, so, uh, feel free to share anything, um, you want to, and yes, I know that you prepared a mini masterclass, um, to give us a sneak peek at what's coming. Um, so I say just hit us with what you got. I know it will be awesome. Yes. And then we can go into the details after that. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. I listen. I love me some people that love some challenges because it's like y'all are ready to go and ready to make some magic happen. So starting next week, Josh can nail that. I'm actually having a five day workshop challenge and it's all about how to start or launch a seven figure movement and become the number one go-to expert in your niche. And the reason that this all came about Joshka was, um, and this is even how we met the, the, the first round around yeah. was I am, I feel really blessed. A lot of people ask me to be, 
on their shows or on their podcasts or in interviews. And it kind of, it got like a little bit too much, too crazy. So what we decided to do is we would just, um, we'd put them all, we just batched it into a press tour. So we do like one day with like 10 to 20 interviews and it's crazy, right? There's like, I mean, it's 10 hours of interviews, but it's so fun because you gotta hang out with people. <laughs> but one of the fascinating things is the question that keeps coming up over and over and over again in all these press tours is who, like this question of who are you? Like, I had no mm -hmm. idea who you were six months ago. I had never heard of you X amount of like months ago. Like, who yeah. are you? Where did you come from? Because now you're everywhere. And um, and I wish I could say that it was really easy, right? Or like, or um, or that like somehow just like a video of ours went viral. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, video, but like, dang it, that didn't happen, right? So like, <laughs> actually had to be this really strategic approach to yeah. go from unknown to known. And um, And so people are like, well, then how did you do it? But yeah. how, how did you do it? Like, how did you speak on some of the biggest stages and how did you do all these things? And it actually starts back 2015. And in 2015, I, I, I wonder if you, if you guys can relate with this in 2015, I had like, just, I'd been, it would have been like, it'd been about a year since I'd like discovered the internet where I was like, you can actually make money on this thing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> and so it's about a year in. And at that point I would consider myself like an entrepreneur question mark. Mm -hmm. Like, where I feel like a lot of people go through this phase where it's like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but like I'm on 19 webinars in a day. Right. And like, and like I'm buying all these courses and I'm like selling random stuff, but like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but like, there's something inside of me. And it's like, I can't, I can't quite look away from this world, mm -hmm. like, but like, ugh, but like there's something said you has to get out, but you don't know what's happening. Right. But you're, but you're in it and you're trying to make something work. And so that's where I was in 2015. Yeah. So if any of you are like entrepreneurs question mark out there, then like, you're my people. Okay. <laughs> this is 2015. And there's this movie that came out called joy. Have you ever heard of the movie joy before Joshka? Actually, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Listen, we got. I know you're busy. I know we, but we got to make this happen for you. Okay. So right. there's a movie you guys called Joy, and it's a true story. It's about this woman named Joy Mangano, and mm -hmm. she's the woman that invented the self-ringing mop. That's what she did. Yeah. Yeah. She also, fun fact, invented um like velvet lined hangers. That girl's just done a lot for us. We're grateful. But this movie tells us all about the mop, and it is Joshua. It is insane the amount of opposition this girl overcomes to build a mop you're like can't this girl just build a mop like can you just leave her alone but the answer is no she can't just build a mop like somebody tries to steal her patent at one point and then um crazy stuff happens so she has to double mortgage her house and then her family screws her over and then you think she's finally gonna make it because she makes it on this like huge like shopping network and she sells it and then it just like bombs mm. and you're just like it's just it's so much right oh, and i am watching this movie i actually went i saw it in the theaters i went with my family and I'm watching this movie and I am just like so in it. Like I am just like so in the story because this woman is just trying to make something happen. And I think that's how I felt, right? Where I was like, I don't know what I mean, but like I'm tr I'm just, I'm trying. Like I'm trying mm -hmm. to make something go, I'm trying to make something happen. And so there's this part at the end of the movie where it's like the biggest climax, right? And oh my gosh, Jessica, it's so stressful. And she's about to go walk into this room she's about to go meet the man who's who has he's claiming that the idea was his and like everybody knows that he stole it but he's trying to steal the idea so she goes to go meet with him and based on what happens in this meeting will determine just like the trajectory of mm -hmm. right and so again it is just so stressful and so i am again so wrapped up in this story i'm like i'm like connecting so much to this character that i as she walks into the room right for whatever reason, I lose all sense of social awareness. I forget that I'm in a public place. There are people around, right? 
And next thing I know, right as she walks into the room, I don't speak this. I yell loudly in the movie theater. All of a sudden, I'm like, come on, you can do it. Like, I yell this, right? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm sitting, I'm right next to me is my sister. She's four years younger than me. She's mortified, you know? She's literally like, covers my mouth. She's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of feelings. <laughs> I don't know. There's like nothing going on. Yeah. And um, and I think about that all the time, that, that experience where it's just like, I like, I was just like, I just, I just resonated. There's so much, there's just something inside me. And I didn't know how to get it out. It was like, oh, just like creating and contributing. Yeah. And fast, what's really interesting is if you fast forward four years, it was about April, May, 2019. Mm -hmm. At that point, I had launched my flagship program, which was called CF Design School. It showed people how to design websites and funnels that converted. Yeah. And it actually was doing okay. We had like 200-ish people in there. And they were getting these amazing results, like amazing results. But like, I just couldn't quite get it to like take off, you know, mm -hmm. like, like it was just like, I was still felt like I was just like pushing, pushing, pushing. I couldn't quite get it to like go. Yeah. And, um, and which was so frustrating also because it's working, right? It's like, if people would just listen to me, right? They would just listen to me that I could help them. But like, everybody's complaining mm -hmm. and their funnels aren't working. I'm like, if you just listen to me, it would work. Anyway, but I just like, can't quite get it to take off. And so. I, at that point, April, May, I find myself sitting in this internet marketing conference and um, I'm like in a sea of like 2000 entrepreneurs. I remember exactly where I was sitting. I was in the middle back and Jessica, I'm like watching on stage one of my biggest mm. competitors at the time present. And the, the, the thing that was so frustrating about this competitor is that they actually are extraordinary. Like you hate them because you can't hate them. They're actually yeah cool you know what i mean it's like <laughs> part of me that's rooting for you and i can't even understand that right where it's like you're actually yeah. amazing and couple that with the fact also that they're older than me so they have decades more experience than me they've pushed millions more dollars i mean they have tens of thousands of more followers than me they're like dropping their product name left and right and people are just mm -hmm. picking it up and and they're backed by a billion dollar company and then there's wow me. and then there's me in the back right and for more context of where i was at like it was me and I had one other girl who was working for me, quarter time, 10 hours a week. That was my team. Mm -hmm. And I'm like kind of running out of money, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, I have a runway, but it's like, and that runway is getting shorter and shorter. And it's like, yeah. if I don't figure out how to like really make this thing go fast, then like mm -hmm. I'm in a situation. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and again, I'm watching this competitor and it just feels like their business is this like well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there in my chair just thinking like, how do you beat a machine? Cause I like in my head, I'm like, I'm screwed. I, I, how am I gonna do this? Like I'm in a situation, right? So I'm like, how do you beat a machine? How do you beat a machine? How do you beat a machine? And you also need to like this self dialogue's happening. So it's like, how do you beat a machine? I'm like, I have no idea how do you beat a machine. Are you kidding me? I have no idea. <laughs> this is also infused with like anxiety and fear. And what if this yeah. fails? What if I can't figure it out? And blah, 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 blah. And so I'm just like, I'm spiraling, right? How do you beat a machine? How do you beat a machine? And all of a sudden, um, as I'm like spiraling out of control, something happens that honestly, I think I can only attribute it to God because one, it was way too smart to come for me. Two, I was like going through things. But it just like, all of a sudden this thought so clearly, I could like see the words in my head. It came so clearly to me. And and as I'm thinking, how do you beat a machine? How do you beat a machine? How do you beat a machine? All of a sudden the thought that came to me was this, was you beat a machine with a movement. And I was like. Yeah, love that. I was like, you beat a machine with a movement. And that was the thing, I was like, that's that feels smart, but I don't know what that means, right? So I like take my, like I like write down like, how do you beat a machine? You beat a machine with a movement. So I'm like, you beat a machine with a movement. And I'm like, does that just sound pretty? Or is that actually true? Cause mm -hmm. it sounds pretty, right? But it's like, is there actually merit to that? So I start to think about all these movements. Like what are all the movements that I can think of? And so it's like, well, yeah. 
civil rights movement, Martin Luther King, I have a dream, or even a few years before that in the United States, right? Where it was like, there was a woman named Rosa Parks who didn't give up her seat on the bus. And mm -hmm. because of that, there was this huge boycott where, where hundreds of thousands of African Americans yeah. didn't use city public transportation the next day. It's amazing, yeah. right? Or everything that happened with the Berlin Wall or Gandhi and his hunger strikes or, or, or even at the beginning of the colonization of America, right? Where there was like the Boston, Massachusetts Tea Party, yeah. all these yeah. movements. And, and I'm looking at that and I'm like, wait, they did it. Like they, these movements actually did take on, take down these like quote unquote machines, yeah. whether they were ideologies or governments or whatever the case was. And so yeah. I, I'm like, I think that's true. I like that statement. You beat a machine with the movement. I was like, I think that's actually true. And so then my next, I was like, well, I need one of those. I need a movement, right? Because I wasn't going to be my competitor with money. I couldn't mm -hmm. outspend them ads. I couldn't out hire them. And like, I can't help the fact that I was born in 1990. Like they just have more years on me. There's nothing I can do about that. Like, I don't yeah. know how to fix that. And so I was like, my only shot is to build a movement. So I, so I, um, so again, I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, so I need a movement, but like, what actually is that? Like what actually is a movement? And also I start to think about it and I'm like a movement, I think all a movement is, it's a mass of people that both believe and live a singular story. Yeah. Live and live a singular story. And so as I realized that I kind of like two things happen. Like one, I like, I'm starting to feel hopeful for the first time where I'm mm -hmm. like, I could do this. Like I, I know what, I, at least I know what I need to build now. And then the other thing that happens is almost this like self-loathing where I'm like, Catherine, you're an idiot. Like you're so stupid because I'm looking at this product that I already had and it was called CO Design School. And the, the, the vehicle that I used to teach people how to build these funnels that convert was called design hacking. And literally mm -hmm. the definition of the literal definition of design hacking, Jessica, is how to present stories that convert. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Catherine. I'm like, you already figured out how to do this with funnels. Yeah. You already did. So like, is it possible, is there like a framework, like is it possible to present stories that convert through video? Like could there be mm -hmm. a formulaic approach to that? And podcasts and, and, and stage and copy and Facebook lives and Instagram stories. Yeah. Like, like is there a way to actually do that? And at that point I didn't know, it was just like a hypothesis. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually know. Um, but I left that, I left that conference and I wrote down in my, in my notebook, I wrote down hashtag operations smoke them out. <laughs> where I decided that I was going to be so strategically loud with the stories that I was telling that mm -hmm. people wouldn't even know that my competitors existed. And honestly, that was like the only play for me because I was like, I can't, I don't even have anything bad to say about them. They're amazing. Right. Like yeah. I can't bash them or be like, they don't deserve to be there. Like they're extraordinary. So my only move was to literally box them out. So thus I was like, that's all I can do. I got a hashtag smoke them out. And so I come back from that and I decide to design hack or storify almost everything in my business. So this online course, rather than just being an online course, we attached graduation to the back end of it. So all of a sudden people were living a story arc. And before yeah. we couldn't get anybody to partner with us for joint ventures. So also we created a campaign around it. And also we started getting people coming to us and saying, Hey, can I sell your product? And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Sure you can. Right. <laughs> or like these big name people were just like trying to get their attention where before we couldn't even get past their gatekeepers. We got really strategic about the story that we were telling about our business where they started coming to us and saying, what are you doing? What are you doing mm -hmm. here? Right. Like, can, can I be a part of this? And it was crazy. Joshua, within a span of six months, literally went from sitting in the back of a room to being asked to speak on some of the biggest Internet marketing stages in the world, from not being able to get anybody to partner with us to doing regular six figure launches to having hardly any following to a seven figure movement. And from getting these huge mentors, dream 100 people to not only become peers, but clients in six months. 
crazy, right? And yeah. common denominators, we just straight up design hacked everything. We figured out how to present stories that convert to create a movement. And so at that point, we had hired a few more people because we were growing. And I'm looking at this and all of a sudden I'm like, guys, I think we did it. Mm -hmm. I think I think that we did. I think like this hashtag operation smoke them out. I think we might have done it, right? It's like, oh my gosh. And so I'm looking at this and it's like, okay, well, that statement's definitely true. How do you yeah. beat a machine? You beat a machine with a movement. But then I think this really natural question comes up where it's like, okay, that is true, but and, and that did work, but why did it work? Mm -hmm. What why did that work so well? It's almost yeah. weird, right? How well it worked. And all of a sudden, and I think this of all the truths that I've learned in my internet marketing last six years of my life, right? I think this is the most profound truth. And um, and I think it, this is the key to winning. I think the people that understand this and implement this, they win the game. And it's this. The reason why it worked is that when you know how to design hack, when you know how to present mm -hmm. stories that convert, all of a sudden your stories become your customer stories. And when your stories become your customer stories and all of a sudden your solutions become their solutions, which means that you might still have some huge competitors speaking mm -hmm. on a stage somewhere, but they're not going to go to them because they're like, listen, they might be cool, but they don't get me. They don't yeah. know like Josh Kenozzi. Josh's story is my story. Like we've been through things together. So yeah. I, I'm going to stick with him. And that yeah. is what happened. And that's what we were able to do is amass this following that all of a sudden we were living the same story. And so they cared just as much as we did, whether this thing won or not. And so again, going back to like all these press tours where people are like, who are you? Like, where mm -hmm. did you come from? Right? Like I told my team about this and they were like, they're like, well, oh my gosh, like we should package this. Like, this is amazing. Cause they're on the back and they know how strategic we are about what stories we tell, <laughs> how, and what mediums and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, let's tell them, like, let's package it up and, and put it in this huge event, this huge high ticket thing, or this coaching program. They really latched, they latched onto coaching. They're like, let's do yeah. coaching. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And um, let's make it happen. And I was like, well, and, and they go, they go off, they go off. I'm kind of quiet. And they're like, Catherine, like, you're in on this, right? And I was like, mm -hmm. I think maybe, I think maybe I can't do it. And they're like, what do you mean you're going to do? I was like, I think I don't, I don't want to do a coaching program, not like that. And they're like, what do you mean, not like that? What do you mean? And so they start to explain it again. I'm like, and they're like, what's the problem mm -hmm. with this? It's amazing. And I was like, well, I think because I can't charge for it. And they're like, I, bet, I mean, I'm a marketer, right? So they're like, did you hit your head? Like, are you okay? You know? And, yeah, I, yeah. and they're like, what do you mean you can't charge for it? I was like, I can't charge for it, guys. And they're like, why? And I was like, two reasons. I was like, number one, I was like, for baby Catherine. Her baby Catherine, who was yelling at the movie theater screen, who just mm -hmm. like had this thing inside of her and like didn't quite know how to get it out. Yeah. And I think like, what would have happened? Like, I do think about this a lot. Like what would have happened if 2015 Catherine knew even just a, a, a portion of what 2020 Catherine knew? Mm -hmm. How much quicker could we have gotten this thing out of her? How much quicker could we have given it wheels? And how many more people could we have helped? Yeah. But the reality of the matter is that 2015 Catherine could not have afforded what 2020 Catherine would have charged, right? Like she just couldn't have done mm -hmm. it. And they're like, okay, fine. So like, what's the second reason? I was like, the second thing you guys is, I think one of the most beautiful things about design hacking is that when you know how to present stories that convert, it is the vehicle and the mechanism that allows good people and good causes and good products to actually take off, to actually get out into the world. And we've been able to see that all the time. Like in our agency, people are like, they come to us and they're like, I know my stuff's good, but like, it's just not working. Like I can't get it to go. I can't get it to take off. And it's not because their product's bad and it's not because they're idiots. Like they're actually really amazing people. They're just tactics and strategies away. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I told my team, I was like, listen, like if there was ever a time 
hashtag 2020, God bless us all, right? That the world needs to be infused with good people and good causes yeah. and good products. It's probably now. And so I love my team. They eventually come around. They're like, okay, fine, we'll do it for free. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it for free. And um, and again, like I think I'm a way, I have a lot more people on my team who are analytical. I'm a lot more like feeler based on in my decision making. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's give it away for free for everyone. And <laughs> everybody to come around. So that's what we're doing this whole next week. It starts on Monday. We're doing a free five-day challenge where again we're going to show you how do you launch a seven-figure movement? How do you become the number one go-to expert in your niche and what's so fun about that is when that happens when you become the number one go-to expert in your niche three really cool things happen number one you get paid like number one which we just love that for us right number two is also your competitors become irrelevant and number three is you start to build this tribe of not just followers who like and comment on your stuff but Mm -hmm. people who literally become evangelists for your brand where they start preaching it because all of a sudden they're like oh my gosh like joshka finally found the word that i've been looking for like like his story is my story guys like look at this guy like he is me Mm -hmm. i am him and that's what's able to happen and so i know you guys are challenged people so we're going to break it down day one i'm literally going to show you the behind the scenes of the hashtag operation smoke them out game plan day two we're going to start to lay the foundation for your own day three is when you know how to present stories that convert to other people you can use those same tactics to uh, to present stories to yourself and convert so we stop shooting ourselves in the foot and get out of our own way right now at that point you're going to have created a monster of sorts so day four well, i'm actually going to show you what automations and systems you need to set up in the background so you don't drown and then number five which i think is probably my favorite is once you start to amass this following and once you start to amass this 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 movement excuse me how to actually leverage that to pull in big name people to not just become a part of your movement but to back yeah. it so if you guys want to hang out with us it's going to be amazing price is right zero dollars and uh but you do have to register just so that we can get you set up sell you where it's going to be in the back end and yep. if you get started it's designhacking.com forward slash workshop so designhacking.com forward slash workshop we'll get you all set up but yeah if you want to if you have something inside you that needs to get out if you want to learn how to launch a seven figure movement and become the number one go-to expert in your niche this we're going to take care of you so designhacking.com forward slash workshop come hang out with us starts on monday it's gonna it's gonna be a party it's gonna be amazing awesome i'm really looking forward to that and i'm i'm, I'm will be there too uh because i love to to take part in challenges and see how they are run yes. and i'm very looking forward to yours uh because because of everything you said because uh because you're big on automations because you very good on storytelling through videos i love watching your videos um no doubt about it um and i've actually followed you um also for a while um and see you take off some sort Um, so really looking forward to that um and i want to invite everyone who's here of course to to follow as well um i will um drop the link to your challenge in the uh comments right after the interview for everyone um, who can see it. Um, And I believe you need to go because you probably have the next interview coming up right now. Uh, You are exactly right, (laughs) yes. (laughs) All right, Um, so um, still, if everyone has some questions, please feel free to uh, drop them in the chat and I will forward them to you and maybe you have time to answer them. we had a quick chat. If you may um, have the time to come on again after your challenge, um, 
but we will see if that is possible really? because we have a very busy schedule. I know that. Um, yeah, so, we'll make it happen for sure. We'll make it happen for sure. Awesome. We'd love that. So thank you a lot to, for being here. Um, everyone who watches this um, and check out the workshop. It will be good. Yeah, we'll see you guys on Monday. Come hang out with Joshka and I. It's going to be great. All right. Bye. Bye. This was the Launcher Challenge podcast, and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If this inspired you to finally launch or grow your business through challenges, then don't hesitate and reach out to me at createyourchallenge.com. I would love to help you. I would love to serve you. And I do have a program that is designed for coaches who want to add another 10K to their existing business or maybe finally crush that 10K a month mark with challenges in 90 days or less, then go to createachallenge.com and book a free strategy call so that we can see if you're a good fit for the program.